Hello, welcome back, or <laughs> if you're a first-time listener, welcome to the Ketoplex podcast with me, I'm Jack. Me, I'm James. You guys. <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Oasis has been having a lot of trouble with his audio recently, with his crap okay, little right, headphones. This, is, this has worked, right? Have we, sorry, have we, have we started? Bro, yeah, we started. We're, bro, we're, we're, we're literally doing the intro. The, the podcast is happening. Okay, that is fine. Sorry, I was having some audio difficulties. I just needed some... I, like, it just all went crackly and like... Like it was like very eerie in my ear. I was sort of like, "Oh, this is this is bizarre." An, an ambient horror soundtrack in your ear, fucking Daniel was... Daniel Loppertons, fucking having a gangbang <laughs> in your ear or something. I don't know. Literally, it was terrifying. I was you guys just disappeared, and I'm just staring at you guys, sort of laughing at me. It was it was haunting. Nothing, nothing new there, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've got a couple of films. Day. We've got a couple of films to talk about this week. First one is probably the biggest one. I suppose. Um, big snub as well, which we'll talk about in a little bit, but Uncut Gems. Uncut uh, Gems. Yes. Now, this, is, this has been out for a couple weeks. I have just saw it last week. I thought it was really good. Um, what did you guys think? I love it, to be honest. I think it's one of the best films I've seen in a while. Dare I say it? Dare I say it? But... Dare I give it that praise, but... Um, yeah, so it's on Netflix from the thirty first, but it was it was it was in cinemas for a little while, and um, I was so excited for this film. I literally took a trip, like to Glasgow, to go and see it because it wasn't showing in Edinburgh for a while. Um, worth every penny. Yeah, it was good. I must. Well, before I talk about it, what did you think, James? Yeah, I thought it was great. I'm just listening. Oh, <laughs> I was like, is he okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm just relaxing. It's okay. Lost another one. Um, I thought it was really good. I thought Adam Sandler was very, very good. But I was disappointed overall in the film, I think. It- I'm oh, sorry, okay. why? It was good, but it was not as good as I thought it would be. Oh, no, why? When you guys first described it to me, everyone's everyone's been saying, like, oh, you know, nail-biting, edgy-seat, exhilarating. And, like, the, the last quarter... It is. The last quarter of the film just, like, ground to a halt for me. Just watching him play basketball. Or watching the basketball game. <laughs> That's the most That's stressful the bit. bit. That's the most stressful bit. And he's just, like, freaking out. And I'm just like, what? I don't... Like, why is this... Why is everyone raving about this? Uh, what did you think when your phone told you that Kobe Bryant had died two days ago? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I don't hate I don't uh, hate basketball if that's what you're implying. <laughs> you know, that's not if it was a different sport, I would have been just as bored, okay. Oh, okay. Well I mean if it was like curling or darts. <laughs> Could you imagine <laughs> curling? Curling. <laughs> Why is Adam Sandler's Irish? Uncut stones or whatever the thing is they use for hurling. I, curling. I I think Hurling's hurling's the <laughs> Irish one, you know what Curling. Hurling. Hurling's the one on the ice with the Hurling's the one on ice. Hurling's the one in Ireland with the with the with the it, it's a bit like Shinty. Oh. So, oh so it is, yeah. I uh, I remember now. I got mixed up. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine? But yeah, no, I found it overall I just gotta say I wasn't mega mega impressed with the ending. Which was a shame because everything up until that point was really, really good. 
that is fair enough. I mean, I, I thought the end was super stressful. Like, I sort of got up after it and I was sort of like, right, I need to take a deep breath. Someone passed me an inhaler because it was it was stressful. Because I've, had, because I've asthma. <laughs> Pass me in here. You know, just always wheezing in the cinema. <laughs> As people are cleaning, people, everyone's cleaning up popcorn, and you're just sitting there yeah. dying. I'm just sitting there wheezing, like, please, Adam, please. Do you think you should have gotten nominated for an Oscar though? Because I do. Yeah, I. He was, he was easily the best part of the film. You know, he obviously held it all together. So I was very disappointed. Again, I'm so disappointed at everything. But I was so disappointed that he didn't get at least a nomination. And I think everyone else was yeah. as well. Yeah, and I was. And also for those of you listening, because you can't see it, James was there flashing his 35 mil, 35, like, well, I don't know what he, like, memorabilia for seeing it in, in 35 millimetres. What's this, James? I wasn't looking. Oh, was like flashing his reel. Oh, oh you have a, you've got, got a, a you've got a segment from the f- yeah it's got adam on it on 35 millimeters there is. what what scene do you have look it's a double exposure i know it's just a generic scene from the in in the shot wow i have become adam that's when he's like you having fun yet and he's like yes <laughs> that's the only all right larry you're a jew again welcome back ah uh, yeah ah uh, yes uncut gems wow i wasn't expecting the I wasn't expecting the uh, the insult that that just happens to Uncut Gems. Really, I was I, just being quiet I wasn't. here and just waiting for Jack to be like, "Oh yeah, it's it the so best good. thing ever." I was so stressed, and the soundtrack was good. Not in that voice. I was just, you know. And then what I got instead was, "I don't like basketball, and therefore this film is rubbish." What? No, no, I'm saying, I'm saying I do like I do like basketball, but I'm just saying like I didn't find it particularly stressful as everyone else has been well, claiming it is you know there's I did, particularly edge of you see yeah i did notice the second time around much more than the first time around that the the directors have obviously realized that uh most of the people watching aren't going to know that much about basketball and so they actually have like several characters trying to explain what is going on yeah. that scene, <laughs> which i didn't notice at all the first time around because i have known nothing about basketball yeah, I don't. Really... The second time around, I was like, "Oh God!" If if I wrote the script, I'd be like, I'd be thinking, "Is this a bit? Is it too much?" <laughs> God, just yeah. No, yeah. There was a lot about basketball in it. Like they spent so much time talking and you know, showing and you can you go to like the training and stuff. And I'm like, why is there so much basketball? I thought this film was about rocks. <laughs> you know, the gems are even in it, the gems are even in it that much. Where's the fucking where's the gems fucking nomination? You know, the uncut gem is Adam Sandler's career. Yeah, it is. It is as well. Whoa, we've we've cracked it, boys. <laughs> nice work. Speaking. Okay, so we'll go. Speaking of crack. Speaking of crack. <laughs> speaking of crack, the lighthouse. The lighthouse. Oh, okay. Yeah, it comes out on Friday. You've both seen it, haven't you? Yes. Yeah. Do you want to tell me a bit about it? Not. I mean, I'm sure. You know, everyone knows a little bit about it, a little bit about what it is. But do you guys just want to give us another little, a little refresher about what we can expect from it? A taste. A, a taste. It's about essentially sort of two fishermen, um, two lighthouse keepers even that sort of get stuck on this island, and it's about how they sort of descend into madness, pretty much. 
Brilliant. And it is, it is, it's one of those things where like they do a good job of as the char- as the characters are sort of descending into madness, you feel like you're sort of going insane as well. Like I think the film does a good job of like building up the sort of insanity until you're sort of just like, what is happening? Absolute Joker Joker vibes right there from away. <laughs> <laughs> I we just, live in a society. Robert Pattinson the turns, fishermen. The we fishermen live. In, we live in a lighthouse. The fishermen live in a lighthouse. <laughs> the fishermen. The fish. The fish. The fisher. It, it ends. It ends with Robert Pattinson looking into the camera and bec- becoming the bat, and he says he's coming. He's coming for the Joker. Mm. Oh. Excellent. Because <laughs> he's Batman. One thing. One thing, Jack, that you might not have known about this film, because mm. I think Awaits and I only found out today or yesterday. It's not showing anywhere. What? Yeah, we're showing nowhere. To go wide. Really? We're showing at like three cinemas in the UK. What? <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, no. I've seen, I've seen. There's been loads of posters for it everywhere. In yeah, same, dude. In the Odeon down here, they're literally showing trailers for it, but then it's not showing in any of the any of the London Odeons. It was supposed to be going wide. It was launching films had it had it for like a hundred plus cinemas or something, and it was supposed to be going wide. And the only cinema in Edinburgh that has it is the Cameo. Oh what? That's horrible. Film, yeah, Filmhouse is getting it in like three weeks' time. <sighs> Why? I yeah, I thought so, it was wide. Fucking because the wide. witch went wide, and the witch was like was a much smaller film, I think. Yeah. Is it, even it's Anya Taylor Joy, honestly. No, no. Midsummer went wide as well. Is it being distributed by A twenty four? I can never. I can never. Nothing's just nothing's distributed by A twenty four in the UK. Is it not? They made the film, but it's being distributed by someone else. It's usually Entertainment One, isn't it? It's the same people that did um, Midsommar. I can't yeah, remember which, it's usually who, Entertainment who that was. One, but I'm not sure we did. I believe it's Midsummer, not Midsommar. <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, I was just waiting. Like, is the moment, <laughs> moment gone to call him out on that? Midsommar. Midsommar. Uh, uh, that is how Ari Aster pronounces it. So why would he be able to pronounce it? He's an American. The lead actress, Florence Pugh. Florence. <laughs> yeah. She she also pronounces it Midsummer. Yeah. So I love take Robert. That blast me I love back. Robert pa- Pattinson. Pattinson. I love Robert Paddington. Robert Paddington. If anyone actually, if anyone actually listens to this podcast, looking to find out anything about movies, you'll learn nothing. All they've learned for the my the lighthouse <laughs> is that it's about fishermen and it's not showing anywhere near them. <laughs> well, who cares? It's just like who cares? Who does a fuck? Well, however many fucking episodes in we are now, we've recorded about eight, and I think about <laughs> six of them have got lost. Okay, like anyone who's listened realizes that it's just absolute drivel at this point. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> right, we should just change it. We should. I don't know. We should change it from the Kinoplex podcast to like something a bit more the the dumpster. <laughs> the dumpster, the the car crash, you know. The car crash podcast, yeah. I'm just looking to see what's on uh, Odeon and Wild Safari 3D, a South African adventure, is showing at more cinemas than the Lighthouse. Shall we just fucking talk about that instead? Then? <laughs> what? I've I've not seen it. I can't even remember what it's called. It had 3D in the title. I clicked. It. Wild Safari 3D. Yeah, Wild Safari 3D. I'm give I'm giving it a Google right now. Honestly, there's literally one cinema in London, unless you count Wimbledon, but it's a bit far out, showing it. Swiss Cottage. There's no cinema in the centre of London. But, like, why wouldn't you show it? 
I have no idea. It's that some uh, new concept they have called Lux and Dine, which is some dining cinema they have, which is like you know really expensive in Islington. But then it's in Kingston, which is do you know where Kingston is? It's like in southeast England, a bit south of London. It's in Manchester, Oxford, Richmond, and Southampton, and that's it. Really? That's it across the entire UK. My God, that's bizarre. That is absolutely bizarre. That is nonsensical. Why? Why would they do that? Yeah, so... Guess I'll never, ever see it in that case. <laughs> Guess I'll never see it. It'll be, in New- it'll be in Newcastle at some point. I mean, it's probably going to be one of these films like Uncut Gems, whereby it was kind of tiered, you know? It would be in one city one week and another city another week, and it's just how it's going to work. But it's just strange. I mean, it's not like the film has huge commercial appeal... But I've been seeing ads for it everywhere. I mean, all over the tube in London, there's ads for it as well. And it's like, well, it's not showing anywhere in London, so... Yeah, there's loads of fair. ads up here as well. Yeah. I mean, to be fair, I'll be at pictures and stuff. I, you know, it's just the chain cinemas that's not showing it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so, well, all, all we've really said about The Lighthouse is the issues with you watching it, really. But it's, it's good, good as well. It's well, insane. You, yeah, you, you guys have both seen it. Let's ha- have a little bit oh, of a okay. rundown. To be fair, I saw it almost a year ago now, but it was, it, it's good. I mean, it's the, it's in a square. If you watch it on a big, if you watch it in a big auditorium, then you're not going to be able to see anything because the, the aspect ratio is ridiculous. Like, it's really ridiculous. I don't think there's been an aspect ratio like that since, like, the 1920s or something. You can't... Isn't it just, like, a, a square? Yeah, I mean, it's like, well, it's like a, it's long, isn't it? Sorry, correct me if I'm wrong, Oasis in it more recently than me. It's long, no? It's like a phone screen. No. It's, yeah, it's like, it's like, it's not complete, it's not that bad, but it is, it it's, is, it's tight. It is, it's I'm more sorry. sort of rectangular. and it's Yeah, so tiny. it's like a phone screen in the middle of the screen. Oh. So, so it's really thin. That's why. It, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not, it's not like very thin. Robert Eggers makes a film that no one, literally no one can see, and then shows it fucking nowhere. Even if you go, yeah, even if you go to a cinema which won't be showing the lighthouse, you won't be able to see it because it's so small. You have to wear your glasses. Yeah, brother. Well, in retrospect, the lighthouse fucking sucks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I'm not going to see it. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's it's good, I guess. Um, it didn't. It doesn't seem when you're watching it like it would have much prospects of commercial success. But obviously, they've marketed it to have commercial success in it. Hasn't is it? Pan out. Is it? Nom- it's, it's, oh, sorry. I always go for it. Sorry, I was, I was just going to say it's surprisingly broken into the mainstream. Like I know yeah, a definitely. lot of people. I know a lot of people talking about the lighthouse and a lot of people talking about how excited they are for it. Like more so yeah. than than you would expect from. Like a sort of weird aspect ratio, artsy, you know, old English, A twenty four fantasy film. I mean, I think if it was on Netflix, it would do all right. Honestly, yeah, I think I it would do all right if it opened wide. wide. It's just, it's, it's not. not. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But you're probably one of those those films whereby it would do all right, but then everyone would be coming out of the the screen and being like, "That was bad. That was fucking rubbish." You think so? Yeah, you know how it is. You know how it is, boys. You know how it is. You know how it goes. Uncut Gems 4. Uncut Gems 4. I feel like like Lighthouse has more appeal than Uncut Gems. Why? Uncut Gems is quite conventional. Lighthouse is like... I don't know. I feel like... 
Yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's... Yeah, you know what? No, actually, maybe not. I'm not sure. Yeah, shut up, Oase. How do you have yeah. an opinion? Wow, well, okay. Right. And you're got him. Got him. Got him. Got him. Okay, gonna go we'll cry now. Moving on from the lighthouse, which I'm sorry, listeners, think, we're not we're not we able to start. discern whether it's good or bad. So yeah, just... <laughs> it's good. Okay, it's great. It's good. It's good, but you can't see it. So sorry. Yeah, it doesn't matter anyway. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Stream it. It's available yeah, it online. Doesn't matter if it's good. Um, Torrent it. Okay, bad boys for life. Oasis, you've seen this, haven't you? Yes, I saw it last night. Do you want to tell us a bit about it? So, um, I my parents are big fans of the, like the first two bad boys, so I decided to watch them for the new one. And um, basically, it just picks up with the characters twenty five years later. And so, the first two bad boys are sort of notorious for being like trashy but entertaining. Yeah, like they're, they're sort of very over the top. Uh, very, very sort of like hyper masculine, like, like like old school action films, mm. and this one is more of that, but like it's also a little bit better because it's not that this one's not directed by Michael Bay. Is it not? No, um, so I feel like there is a bit more sort of personality to it, and it's it's inter- I mean, if you like the first two, like this one, it's entertaining. It's just. Nothing very, very funny, funny very action packed. Nothing groundbreaking, but like good fun. No, nothing groundbreaking, but it is just you know. I think it, you'll know if you if you like these kind of films. Like if you like the first one, I think you'll enjoy it. It is just very sort of easy going, very entertaining. Sounds good to me, James. Have you like, seen? I don't, I don't, James isn't a fan of the first bad boys, but I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, like, I think the first is so boring. It's so boring. I watched it and I was like, oh, I was expecting to, you know, quite like it. Just because I was kind of bored. I've it's not, so dull. I've not seen it, to be honest. Truth be told. It's literally just like, oh, it's just, uh, what's his face? Will Smith riding around with Martin Lawrence making shitty jokes. And then there's some crappy <laughs> gun battles. That's it. That, that is probably the first, first one. one in Michael Bay can make some ridiculous shit. Like, he made this ridiculous fucking movie. What's it called? Six. Six, Six Underground. Six Underground. He knows how to make ridiculous movies, but this is not a ridiculous movie. I didn't even know. I didn't even know that he directed the first one. I just knew he was involved. Are you sure he directed? No, he, it? he, he directed the first two. It's yeah. like one of his um, first films. Then yeah. he's got he's got a cameo. He's got a cameo with the third one. Yeah, he's yeah yeah he's in it. He's he plays like a officiator of a wedding, and he came on the screen, and I was like, what is he doing? I was like, what? <laughs> what did you think of the new one though? Yeah, it was good. It was much better than the first one. It was yeah, like yeah, uh, the plot was the same as the plot of Tool to Die Young, which was kind of weird. Really? What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, there was like, you know. Do they have yeah. do they have him fucking Will Smith going around like fucking 17 year olds and that sort of thing? Not that, but. Close enough. enough. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> close enough. No, it's more the kind of. Uh, the kind of Mexican elements plus the gunning down of cops under neon lights. Oh, great! Aspects. Yeah, I need, re- I need to rewatch that. Actually, it's so good. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's fourteen hours long. And Bad Boys for Life is only two, so <laughs> that's true. You can watch Bad Boys for Life seven times. Watching Take your. I would rather watch Bad, Bad Boys seven. Yeah, kidding. take your. Really? Did you not like it, Ace? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you're back, backtracking after an insult to a boy, Nicholas. How dare you? I would never, never insult, insult our, our holy man. man. He is good. He is good. 
Okay, we've got another couple small films. Oh, not, I hate to say small because we're not going to talk about them for very long, but I'm sure they're very good in their own right. Um, first of all, we have A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. You just preempted incorrectly my statement <laughs> on A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood because it's rubbish. And you said you're sure it's good. So, firstly, I think this film is weirder than The Lighthouse. Because it doesn't, it doesn't, <laughs> it does, it doesn't hold together as a film. But I'm just saying that, but because it's showing in way more cinemas, The Lighthouse. But it's definitely a stranger film. So yeah, it's just about Mr. Rogers. Well, it kind of is. But basically, what's happened is, I what's her name, Marianne Heller. I think that's Marianne. I think Mar- anyway, Mar- Mariel, Marielle, yeah, something like Marielle that. Heller. Anyway, yeah, basically, she's gone. Oh, how can I mind this subject? for more likes. So she's gone, how can we actually make a film about it? And the way she's done it is she structured the film that's like in two parts. So the first, like, you know, happening simultaneously, half of the film is like a recreation of the TV show, the Mr. Rogers TV show. But it's like, you know, it's like fake. Like it's, it's supposed to be fake. Like what's this happening? It's like supposed to be kind of like a, not like an hallucin- a hallucination, but it's like not, you know, it's not happening. It's not happening. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. And then, yeah, and then the other half is like this really, really awful cliched story about uh, a guy. God, it's been months. I can't even remember what it's about. This film's so forgettable. It's like a cliche story. It's not story. even about Mr. Rogers, is it? No, no. It has, yeah, it's a, it's a journalist interviewing him. But then it's basically like this really uh, fake, emotional, kind of weepy, like, it's got the same vibe as all these kind of teen cancer films or life itself, you know. He's like, you know, le- you know, learning to love and love himself and stuff from Mr. Rogers. And it's like half of it is this unbearably cheesy, like, cliched 90s, like, terrible melodrama. And the other half of it is this, like, barely coherent, weird fucking trip out of a fake TV show that makes no sense. The whole thing is a massive disaster. And I don't understand why anybody has enjoyed it at all. When I walked out of the cinema, I said to the person I went in with, I said, was that even a movie? And they were like, I don't even know. So I'm not sure why it's gone. Am I being, am I being ridiculous? Has Tom Hanks been nominated for an Oscar for it? For he supporting actor. That's I, mean, what I was his, surprised at. His, um, his acting, I mean, he's, he speaks, his mannerisms are exactly the same as Mr. Rogers. Yeah, like so, he's got them, he's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, this is, you just reminded me when you said Tom Hanks, as an example, uh, so I can convey the kind of stupidity of this film. There's like an example, they go down into the tube and they settle, it's like, well, it's probably New York, isn't it? So it's, or it's in, I don't know, it's in some fucking city with a train that goes under the ground, okay? And they're sitting on the train. Oh, okay, 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 James, okay, Jesus, okay, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And they're sitting on the train and then somebody's like, oh my God, is that Mr. Rogers? And then they're like, oh my God, it's Mr. Rogers. Like he's like 80 at this time, you know what I mean? And then they all start singing the song, like a theme tune for Mr. Rogers. And I'm just like, this is so silly. And in the background, <laughs> whilst they're singing the song, it's like the orchestral music is like building, like, you know, emotional. It's just so silly. The whole film is like that. That does not sound great, to be honest. I can't wait. When's it out? Is it out on the 31st? Friday, Friday. You can see it instead of the lighthouse. It's, it's showing, showing everywhere, everywhere, yeah. Showing everywhere. Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks does, does that. that. He does. He does do it. 
I mean, he's on yeah. he's on all the posters. The main character yeah. is like a an, a TV actor who nobody's ever heard of. I mean, I the film is such a the film is such a discount film. I have no idea how it got made. Probably it's like a Hallmark Tom, Tom TV Hacks, movie. Tom just doesn't know how to pick him, does he? No, no I, I actually, I actually, I, I read an, or I heard an interview. Um, this was uh, last year when Maria Heller was talking about "Can You Ever Forgive Me," and she was saying basically she got Tom on a favor. But she That's made "Can You Ever Forgive Me." Yeah, uh, yeah. She so she That's directed. That's a great film. Of, yeah, I thought she only um, directed the documentary. Nah, so she directed "Can You Ever Forgive Me," and um, the only re- and she was saying in that. It was the, the the round table that she did at the Oscar time, and she was saying in that that the only reason that she got Tom Hanks was on a favor, like he did it as a favor to her son or something like that. Yeah, I mean, literally, no one else in this movie is, from what I can remember. Correct me if I'm wrong. If, if you if you're aware, no one else in this movie is even remotely, slightly famous. They're all yeah, just they're I all just like discount true. Hallmark TV channel actors. Dear, doesn't sound great. Doesn't sound so great. Mm, so stay well away from that one. <laughs> so just don't go, don't go to the cinema because you can't see the lighthouse and you don't want to see beautiful day. In the see the lighthouse, you know, beautiful day in the neighborhood's rubbish. Just don't go, you know. Just, just stay, stay, stay home, home just and stay, watch a basketball game. Stay home and watch right. a basketball game. Watch Uncut Gems on Friday. Yeah. on Netflix. You've got. Oh, yeah, I was, I was gonna, gonna say, say you've got, got rhythm section, which could or could not be. be. Unlikely. Seeing as the press embargo hasn't lifted and it's, it's probably not good. good. Unlikely yeah. it's good, yeah. Oh dear. What about, there was another one that you mentioned, was it Queen and Slim? Yeah, so I've seen Queen and Slim, which is, um, it's like, at first I thought it was based on a true story, but apparently it's not. And it's about, essentially it's about a Tinder date gone wrong. And it's, it's, um, and it's about these two characters who are on a Tinder date. And then it's going pretty poorly. And on the drive home, they're pulled over by a racist white cop who obviously, you know, gets quite aggressive and handsy with them and basically ends up with him dead. And basically those two characters are on the run. And it's like how they sort of fall in love whilst they're like escaping the police. It's good. But I think all of that setup that I just gave you with the policeman dying and everything that happens in the first 10 to 15 minutes. Yeah. The film is two, two hours, hours twenty minutes, minutes long. long. Jesus! And then I mean, the other—it's a remake of Bonnie and Clyde, is what it is. Is it? it essentially, yeah. Um, but the, the film—the thing is, what I found with the film is the film really struggles to sort of keep the momentum going for two hours, especially after like it sort of breakneck pace in the first like fifteen twenty minutes. What I've heard um, is it is it tries really really hard to be uh awards worthy and pulls every single one of its punches which is why it's like i think it's rated at 12a in the uk it like put uh i think it's rated 15 here oh really because i when, I, when it was going around the festival circuit people were like oh i've never seen a more spineless film in my life and it's about like yeah. cop killers on the run no no less it's very sort of very 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 political and like you know you can tell it's clearly going for that kind of market it's it's not bad. It is it is entertaining. I think the performances are really good. Yeah. Um, and, and like it's, but yeah, it's not like I I feel like it is a sort of missed opportunity because it doesn't go in as hard as it could, 
it's very sort of predictable and, and, and sort of soft on its like politics and stuff. Showing in more screens than The Lighthouse as well. First time showing director, in, sh- isn't it? Showing in more screen than A Beautiful Day in the Neighbourhood. It's the first time oh, director. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't want to butcher her name, but it's oh. uh, Melina Matsukas, who yeah. did uh, the Lemonade video, like Beyonce's Lemonade video. But yeah, no, it's it's good. It's not amazing though. Like it's, I wouldn't pay money to go see it. You would or wouldn't? So, no, no I wouldn't. Oh well, there you, so have, it, there, it, there, you there you have it, guys. Cinema's <laughs> dead. It's over. Okay, just don't leave your house. Don't... Stay in. Stay at home. Torrent, la- torrent the lighthouse and yeah. scream. I hear this, gems. this film, I really, uh, I was really psyched for this film called Bliss. I don't know if you heard about it. It's this horror movie called Bliss. And it didn't get a UK release. It only came out in the States. And it's coming to, you know, the streaming platform Shudder. It's coming to that. So mm-hmm. just stay at home and watch that. It could be rubbish, but it might be good. Who knows? Go see the grudge. Yeah, go see the grudge. The new in, grudge. In 3D. Go see fucking South African wildlife tour. Three D, three D, in three dimensions. Yeah, for for the South Africa wildlife, <laughs> get eaten by a bear. 40, a bear in, a, a bear in South Africa. Do you like? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. A, a, a sun, a sun bear, if you will. Sorry, are we still talking about the grudge? <laughs> we can see straight dancer subtitled foreign language. You can see that. You can see the Prado Museum, a collection of wonders. Are you just listing things to do in London at the moment? <laughs> I'm just on the audio website. website. No, right, get, get, ready, right get, get ready, get ready. The Prado, the Prado Museum, Museum, a collection, a of, collection wonders of wonders, is showing, is showing exactly, exactly the same amount of cinema as the Lighthouse. Yes. Is it the same ones? No. Oh. VE Day, <laughs> VE Day 75 live from the Royal Albert Hall is showing in about 10 times more cinemas. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, that's what you get for... That's what you get for making a film in black and white. <laughs> yeah, t- <laughs> take that, Robert. How dare you? Yeah. Mm. Alas, mm. I feel that this is... Alas. <laughs> Alas, yeah. I feel that this is all the time we have for this week. We actually cover quite a lot, though. Yeah, thank River you. Dance. Done, done River well. Dance. Do you want to talk about River Dance? Twenty five, twenty fifth anniversary, showing in about five times more cinema than Lighthouse. Right. Basically, the one takeaway message you've got from this is that if you want to see the Lighthouse, then you can. I'm Sonic the Hedgehog going to be showing in more cinema than the Lighthouse. Unless you live in Kingston, in which case you can see the Lighthouse. In which, yeah, unless you live in Kingston or. Other select cinemas <laughs> or Wimbledon, or Wimbledon, then you're out of luck, I'm afraid. I mean, you can see it in Edinburgh. You just have to pay an ins- a, a, an obscene amount of money to do it. So, well, is it worth it? You know, who knows? Who's to say? At the who's, end to say? <laughs> who's to say? Who's to evaluate? Who's to evaluate films? You know what? You might see the lighthouse and you might not like it. So you know, there you go. Wow. You probably, probably won't see the lighthouse. Yeah, you probably won't see the lighthouse. Though, let's get real. Anyway, thank you very much for tuning in. This has been the Kinoplex podcast with Jack, James, and Awaves. And we hope to see you again very, very soon. Goodbye.